Hey, he's Jake, and I'm Matt. And welcome to Pat's Chat, the UK's best New England Patriots podcast. guys and welcome to the inaugural episode of Pat's Chat. I am Matt Inkster, he is Jake Paul, but who is Jake Paul? Let's find out. Jake, how you doing? Hey Matt, how you doing? I'm good. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, this used to be Patriots Nation UK, hosted by myself and my friend Nick, but we've decided to go in a different direction this year, rebranded the whole thing and it is pretty much all down to Jake himself. But as I say, who is Jake? So in the words of the late great Silla Black, who are you and where did you come from? Silla <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black, rest in peace. Uh, I'm, I'm Jake. Uh, I'm from Essex. And yeah, um, that's it. I'm not, there's not, not a whole lot to me really. I'm not that interested. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, what is interesting, actually, is, well, to me anyway, um, is your actual profession. You are the one who's putting together the graphics for Pat's Chat. You're the one who will continue to do so because you're better than me. Um, <laughs> but your actual know, profession... Your <laughs> 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 uh, I think I can doodle better on WhatsApp than I can actually draw, but... Um, yeah, so Jake, what is what is it you do when you're not chatting Patriots? Um, I mean, that's a hard one because I chat Patriots quite a lot today. Um, <laughs> in, in, the, in the two and a half minutes that I'm I'm not eating, breathing, sleeping New England Patriots, uh, I'm a graphic designer for Formula One. Um, so yeah, I like to bore my colleagues with uh, stats, uh, key figures and other useless information that they don't understand because they don't watch anything remotely to do with the NFL. It's just rugby for pads, is what I'm told. And uh, my my heart breaks every single time. Well, the petrol heads can go F themselves, I think, is uh, <laughs> what an expression we can use. <laughs> <laughs> but more interestingly, you were involved in a campaign in, I guess, what you would... Um, call the F1 off-season, which is obviously particularly, well, it's not obvious because people can't see you, but you are not white. And so what... <laughs> <I'm> not. <laughs> so the campaign that you've been involved with and heavily involved with in, in the F1 series, and people listening to this maybe are F1 fans, um, you can probably guess I'm not the hugest motorsport fan in general, but, you know, it's... Horses for courses and all that. So, can Absolutely. you tell us a little bit about about the campaign that you've just uh, been through the last few months, and what was your highlights and lowlights, and the the culmination of what you've seen or what people might have seen on the TV and in the media? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we've been working um, internally on like the end racism sort of campaign um, movement. Uh, all of the, the, the kneeling and the Lewis Hamilton sort of 
led um, sort of activism from from F1 and, and some of the drivers. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been it's been quite interesting, really, um, just to sort of have a external um, sort of design that's seen by millions around the world and sort of have such good feedback from it and sort of see its development. Because I mean, once you do um, a logo, it doesn't mean that that's sort of the be all and end all. You know, we've seen it pop up on uh, t-shirts and you know signage around the track and, and stuff like that and you know it's, it's awesome to see all the drivers wearing it and Lewis Hamilton wearing it um so yeah it's, I mean it's been quite fulfilling in, in that respect you know it's such a prevalent issue in in the world and, and sort of very much in, in the consciousness of society at the moment so it's, it's great to kind of have a um you know lend a hand in a sport that you know i'm obviously very close with i work in it every single day um and sort of drive some some awareness because you know since i've been in the motorsport industry for about three years give or take and it's not particularly diverse and it's not particularly um there's not a lot of difference in it uh if you get my gist and uh yeah it's, it's just great to to sort of maybe drive a bit of change and a bit more diversity of uh you know throughout the industry because what's wrong with having different people and different walks of life and different thought processes. No, definitely. Whether it's your your race or, you know, your your viewpoint or your sexual orientation or whatever, you know, we're all different for a reason. It'd be a bit boring if it was all a bit beige. Um <laughs> like like some people would like us to be, I think. And 100%. it's yeah, and it's it's also obviously prevalent in, in the NFL, which is what our podcast is all about. Um, may or may not have started with Colin Kaepernick. He might have been the catalyst of it, but it's obviously been around for a long time with the Rooney Rule and such like. And even um, yesterday, as we record this today, uh, Mike Tomlin has been speaking about there's a need for more um, black or ethnic origin coaches and yeah. um staff in the NFL which is you know it's there's no point having the Black Lives Matter movement which you've seen over the summer um, even during the pandemic of COVID-19 without keep on on top of it following it up and having something like you've been a part of in F1 is obviously a great thing and it spreads it even further than just our little niche of the NFL I think. Absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, you see it quite a lot on, um, you know, Facebook and other social media people saying, keep politics out of sport. And I think, I mean, that's just such a stupid notion. Like the people playing these athletes are not robots. They also have feelings, viewpoints and, you know, um, ideas about the world that they also live in. And, you know, it, it would be really stupid for us to kind of be like, okay, carry on playing that sport, LeBron, but you know, don't say anything else. Like, we just want to hear about your new shoe deal. We don't want to hear what your viewpoint is on, I don't know, the Iraq War or you know, what's going on in Libya. But you know, they've all got opinions and they're going to give them. So, I think it's 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 a, it's good. It's good that people are, are talking up about it on all these different levels because it has to be done. I think you know, we're in 2020 for Pete's sake. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget, and especially over, possibly over here, but maybe just in general, that starting from our experience in our sport of European football, mm. generally speaking, like they don't 
footballers don't get good grades or anything like that. They just it's football from the age of two, three, four years old, and I'm sure it's the same with NFL. But at the same time, they obviously they go through a college system to get yeah. to the NFL. Generally speaking, out with the international player pathway and such like that we have developing these days, um, and they still have to graduate college. They still have to get X amount of you know score on their SATs and things to be even legible to carry on with their scholarships and things. So. These aren't stupid guys. These are very articulate guys, and some more so than others. And it's, I think, it does them an injustice to say that you know they're just footballers. They just play sport or whatever. It's mm. they're smart people, and they're smart enough to use their platform, be a role model, be someone at the forefront of society that is trying to drive a campaign such as the Black Lives Matter movement. I think it's a, a great thing to carry on and not just be a five-minute wonder, I think. I, I, I think you hit the nails on the head when you said role model. You know, whether politicians or anyone else agrees with it or not, people look up to these people and they're more likely to listen to uh, a Cam Newton, for example, than uh, Donald Trump or, you know, another politician or, or whatever. These are people that speak directly to a community of people and they're, 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 their words have a lot more weight to it than, than others so it'd be very dismissive to just pretend that they don't you know their opinions and, and stuff don't influence people um so yeah i mean as, i think as, as long as it's for the, for the good of, of society and, and people at, at large then you know let people talk you know you've seen what happened with kaepernick and him not you know being allowed to kneel and, and do you know protest in the way that he wanted to um, and now the NFL have sort of done a massive U-turn and yeah. you know, it, it, it's kind of funny how things work out I mean maybe not so funny for Cap or you know he's got a fairly good night deal out of it yeah <laughs> he still had to make a living somehow I guess and if he's at the forefront of a campaign for a particular sport brand and they're giving him money to do it then you know you, you can't just let him rot in the wilderness, which has obviously happened in terms of his quarterback. And in that, I know there, the, there's the arguments that he maybe isn't the best quarterback in the league. Or, but bottom line is he was basically driven out because of what he did um, exactly. with with the protests of kneeling at the anthem. But speaking about Cam Newton, you've mentioned there, um, he is no longer a Carolina Panther. He is a New England Patriot. But before we speak Newton... Um, let's speak about you and how and why you became a New England Patriots fan. Yeah, this one's always uh, funny. Uh, so I think it was 06. I was in college and one of my friends, um, uh, my best friend at the time, was really into um, American sports and it was a sort of classic who's the more into this particular subject. Uh, argument or conversation and he came into to college one day wearing a Eagles jersey and was like hey man I watch American football now and I was like oh crap like I've got you know I've got pride on the line here like I I pride myself on knowing so much about American culture so I was like yeah 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 the Eagles suck man he's like oh really like what team do you support and I was like um and yeah, basically it boiled down to a Family Guy episode that popped into my head. I was big into Family Guy back then. And uh, the Patriot Games episode where um, Peter joins the New England Patriots. Uh, P was on the tip of my tongue. I nearly said Pirates, which luckily for me I didn't. I said Patriots. 
And then, yeah, I was kind of stuck with it. I think um, the following year, obviously, it was uh, the 07 year, and I started to kind of watch it here and there um, after sort of, you know, pinning my, net, um, my colours to the, the mask, so to speak. And, yeah, that was that, really. Um, just got really, really obsessed with them. Um, playing Madden and trying to understand what the game was and ended up playing it at uni and, and um, adult contact for, for two years as well before I blew out my uh, my left knee. Shame. Um, you know, I had a real, real prevalent career. That's a joke. That was terrible. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was the, uh, it was the effort. It was the effort. But, yeah. And what, what position did you play on the, on the uni team? Uh, so at uni I played tight end, um, mainly because one of my friends <laughs> was playing tight end. And he had the body to play tight end. Um, I did not have the muscle, the weight, the ability. I had nothing. I, I just thought tight end sounds quite cool. Like, because they, they used old term ninjas, they didn't call them receivers. So I wanted to play receiver. And so they called them like split ends and stuff like that. And uh, I, I got really confused and thought it was like a half back or... You know, you know, running back, and um, yeah, yeah. tight end, and was just getting pancakes quite a lot. Um, and then yeah, I, play, <laughs> I managed to then play uh, wide receiver um, later on in, in my adult uh, career. Inverted commas. <laughs> well, spinning it back on to to Cam, the aforementioned Cam Newton. I know you're a, a big fan of his, and I'm guess you're stoked that he's on the team now. Yeah, the uh, pictures came out uh, yesterday, I think, of the uh, photo shoot. And yeah, it a, did. A fanboy moment. Um, of just getting a bit giddy. Uh, you know, oh, there he is, wearing his number one. Something I never thought I'd actually see. I've just kind of admired from afar. But no, I think it, was, I think it should be a... Um, I mean, it's going to be an interesting season for so many different reasons anyway. Um, mm. You know, take take COVID and the ramifications from that out of it. I, I think... Um, I think just watching Cam and seeing how sort of our offense develops now we've got a mobile quarterback, you know, how's that changed the playbook? How does he gel with the receivers, the rest of the um, offense? You know, is our offensive line the best offensive line he, he's had in a, in a while? And, you know, just the chip on his shoulder that he's going to have, you know, going into this year, trying to prove himself. And, and what happens, you know, going forward? Does, does he sign a long-term deal with us? Does he move on to, to pastures new? It'll be, I mean, there's so many, so many storylines in, in this. And we're obviously, you know, we're not talking about the elephant in the room here. Um, you know, Brady, the, the team have, has a lot to prove, you know, you know, can we do it without Brady? Can, can, can we sort of um, show signs of progress and not regression and, and everything else? So, yeah, I mean, I'm hyped. I'm so excited for this, shit, this season and, and everything else. I think I'm more excited this year than I have been in previous years. And it's part of the trepidation that it's not like, well, we're going to the championship game, we might get a Super Bowl. This yeah. is, we probably won't get to the championship game. We will see how we get on and if we get out of the division and uh, into the playoffs. And it's it's just really intriguing, I think. Uh, I, I can't wait. I'm super excited as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I got excited. I mean, once the initial um, sort of sadness of Brady leaving kind of, you know, sort of petered out, I got quite excited because it's a big unknown. Um, this is really sort of going to put Belichick on the, 
in a hot seat to an extent because whether him and Tom do have any um, sort of, you know, any issues with each other or there's any competition between the two of them, the media are going to spin it that way anyway. You know, throughout this entire season, maybe the next two or three, depending on how long Brady plays for, it's just mm. going to be, you know, Patriots are, are three and eight and, you know, Tampa are four and, you know, and it's, it's going to be, it's, it's intriguing. It's very intriguing. I mean, I'm a Patriots fan first and foremost. I was never, I, I'm a Brady fan, but I'm not, you know, like I, I want to beat the hell out of them, frankly. I, I, I do not want to see him get a ring at Tampa. I don't want to see them be successful. I just want to be able to sort of kind of go, yeah, seems Bill was right. Bill was right. <laughs> <laughs> I would like I would like to see him do well unless it's against us. If we come up against them um, yeah. <laughs> at, at some stage, then obviously it's it's a us over them sort of attitude. Um, but if we can't get to the the playoffs and the Super Bowl and their the, the NFC team to get there, then I would, I would support him to get another, and that would really because I think the my issue mm. with what your thought process. Is is that you know he's oh it's Belichick it's the system it's this it's that that's how he's got six rings yeah but if he can get a seventh ring out with all of that and go well no it's me I am the the one that's kind of dragged a lot of us through this day the the poor days of if you will um, yeah. <laughs> uh, in New England you know it's not just the system it's not just McDaniel's it's not just Belichick I am one of the main reasons why we achieved six championships in my time in New England and here's the seventh that proves it so shut the hell up yeah no, that's that's fair enough I mean to be fair I hadn't actually really thought about it like that um, <laughs> I suppose you know what people will probably throw at him <laughs> pardon the pun um, is that if he was to get a seventh ring at Tampa the way that their team is shaping up is almost like, you know, LeBron forming up a super team in, in, in Miami yeah. or something like that. It's turning into a bit of an all-star kind of cast around him, which is fascinating to watch. I mean, they're going to be absolute, you know, pain to dispatch on, on Madden, that's for sure. It's going to be a highly <laughs> ranked team. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I mean, that, that is a fair point. That um, Saints-Bucks game in week one has just oh, became man. absolutely huge in uh, which um, two or three years ago or even last season you went and you were going eh, eh, uh, we'll see Thomas we'll see Kamara eh, we'll, the, we'll see Winston throw five interceptions it'll be fat you know it's not that exactly. great but bang Brady versus Breeze week one and the Godwin and Evans um, uh, up against Thomas and Sanders. Uh, I think it's going to be crazy. Yeah, and us up against uh, Miami week one is um, going to be mental as well. But I think that's for another podcast. Um, uh, the, this one will just be a short one for now. This was just a, an introduction to Jake and an introduction to Pat's Chat, the, the new Patriots Nation UK podcast. Um, we'll I'll put it onto the, the channel that the old podcast was on at the moment and we'll take it from there. I might have to shift it on. It's a new one, but we want everyone who used to subscribe and listen to my ramblings um, to carry on over 
and the new one. So search for Patriots Nation UK at the moment until we get things sorted out um, for Pat's chat and rate, review and subscribe. Don't forget any of that stuff. Um, but just before we go, Jake, where can they find you on social media if they want to interact and talk F1 or Patriots or whatever the wind may take them? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much on everything is uh, Jake Paul Design. Uh, shameless plug, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, and if anyone wants design stuff, hit you up. You can do some freelance work for them. Way well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not snowed under with F1, Mark. Exactly, exactly. Well, that's it for the inaugural episode of Pat's Chat, um, your favourite and best New England Patriots podcast in the UK. Until next time, we'll speak soon. See you later.